hello, hello, and welcome to this show. You are listening to the We Podcast, where we speak, we grow, we rise. I'm your host, Sarah Moneris, and I'm passionate about creating community and providing a space for speaking authentic truth, growing together, and rising above the challenges and into the full power of all we were created to be. This week on the We Podcast, I interview Miranda Rose. Miranda is a musician, singer, songwriter, mompreneur, wife, and co-host of the Journey of the Entrepreneur podcast. She has a passion to help others realize their purpose and live it out loud. Her motto is to be a positive influence and source of inspiration to this and future generations, and she will utilize any platform which presents itself in order to do just that. There are so many beautiful nuggets of wisdom in this episode, and I just can't wait for you to hear. So here we go. Here is my interview with Miranda. Welcome. Today, I'm so, so excited. I have Miss Beautiful, Amazing Miranda Rose here with me on the We Podcast. I'm so happy to have you. Awesome. So, I know uh, we had to press record because we were getting into conversation before we (laughs) even started. We wanted everybody to be able to hear the amazingness. That's right. Yes. So, some background about you briefly we met through facebook through a coaching program that we both did a course Mm -hmm. on social media right is that where we met yeah you know what i think because we already had it's so funny we've already had our one year facebook anniversary yeah i know actually met prior to that I think that's when we kind of got to spend most of our time together during that course because it was several weeks where we got to see each other's faces and have some banter. But um, no, we met prior to that via social media, though. Yeah, yeah, I just saw that. And you gave me a lovely, beautiful message. And Well, you know, it was a bold move to you're a friend of a mutual friend. And I just felt compelled to reach out to you. And I remember one of my first messages to you and uh i didn't really know the full extent of everything that i was saying but i just like i said i could not ignore this prompting in me to reach out to you so i just did and you messaged me right back and said oh my gosh if you even knew like what i was going through right now and how like in season that message was mm-hmm. like we've got to get to know each other better and i you know felt the same thing and then the relationship just evolved from there but i think it was just about having the courage to step out and just you know what i'm feeling i need to say this to this person i'm just going to do it let the chips fall where they may. And yeah. this lovely relationship that we now have. Yes. Yes. Very lovely. And I love that about you for sure. I think that that, yeah, I definitely remember that message very well. And it was in the season I, my cousin had just died and things were really, really hard. And I got this message from you and I'm like, oh my goodness, this woman doesn't even know me. She doesn't know what's going on in my life. She has no clue at all what's happening. And so it was, uh, it was, it, it blew me away really. And 
yeah, I think we, we really started talking from there, but that's something that is amazing about you. And I know I just saw your Facebook post the other day about speaking when you have something in your heart and how important that is. Thank you for that. Thank you for, I mean, that's something I've definitely learned from you is be bold. And when you have that urging in your heart to step out and listen and, and just to say it, I think we get so scared to do that, but that's something you do well. Yeah, I appreciate that. Let me tell you, it comes with a lot of experience, but you know what? Isn't it amazing how God made us, you know, um, he gave us a small, still voice. I think that if you silence it long enough, you'll find yourself in situations you were never meant to be in dealing with circumstances you weren't created for. And it will bring you to a place where, uh, you'll have to be still and you have to be quiet and you'll have to, uh, learn what that voice sounds like. And then you'll have a lot of trials to go through to practice listening to it until you get to that place where it becomes second nature. And you're like, oh yeah, I know that voice. I've heard it before. I'm not ignoring it this time because someone else's life could be, depend on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And quite honestly, our lives are not meant to be lived about ourselves, where we can get ourselves and what we can do for ourselves. They're meant to be lived to help other people. And in helping other people, you are helping yourself. True. Very, very, very true. Yes, I agree. Well, and that's the premise of this entire podcast is being able to have the courage and be bold enough to speak, speak your truth, speak what it is. I love that the still small voice within your heart and your soul that needs to get out there and, and other people need to, to hear. So I would love for you to tell us a little bit about you. I know you're a beautiful singer and, <laughs> and that you were on an episode of my favorite TV show that I still need to go back and find. <laughs> yeah. But other, so, so you fill us in. Do you want to know about the TV show that your friends? Oh, I want to know all of it. Um, it's, you know, it's sometimes it's not really fun to talk about yourself, especially when you really thoroughly enjoy the role of asking other people questions, which is me, a career conversationalist. I love asking questions because you can learn so much from other people, but to be in the limelight, you did ask me to be on your show. I'm, I'm ready for this. Uh, yes. so I am a musician, singer, songwriter. I'm a mom and a mompreneur and a wife and a daughter and all those lovely things that come along with being a woman. I actually wrote a song I have not recorded yet called A Woman. And it's about all, all the things that we get to be. But the, at the end of the day, we're still women. And you and I talked about this a little bit earlier. And women, as women, there is nothing that we can't do. Absolutely nothing. And my little joke in there was like, don't ever let men know that because then they'll let us do everything. But <laughs> as long as you know that we can do anything and I know we can do anything, then um, yeah, we have to be really careful about how much we take on and then we don't get sidetracked living other people's lives and other people's dreams. And we're truly being focused on what our purpose is and living that out loud. And, and it's easy for us to to go, to go there. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm doing that. But yeah, so my, uh, gosh, raised in a, in a Christian home with amazing parents that just had their 49th wedding anniversary. They have a remarkable relationship. Um, they've raised two of their granddaughters. And so we just come from a big loving family. We're a troop and a tribe. I know how to be that. And, um, yeah, 
So I've done many things as far as business-wise, but I've always at the heart of me had a passion for people. And I've always known from a really, really young age that I was supposed to do great things. And that was instilled in me at very young. And, and like I said, you know, you go on your life's journey trying to discover who you are and how to live that out. And I think a lot of times we find ourselves in trouble when we run from our purpose. And mm -hmm. so, of course, I had my season that we all go through that and you go through your season of thinking I know more than than God does and I know better for me than anybody else so we make all kinds of mistakes and we fall in all kinds of pitfalls and have all kinds of experiences that were never really intended for us but we learn from those lessons so I mean I've, I have a lot of things that I've done as career-wise that have led me to the place that I am um, but I think the pinnacle moment for me to arrive at the season of my life that I'm in right now was I have a background in business finance. I had an opportunity. It's a long story. You can listen to one of my podcasts or go to my website and hear this story on a podcast. But um, I had an opportunity to go live my dream out loud. And I took that opportunity with the encouragement of my husband. And it led me from the place I was born to the place I am now, which is I'm in um, Austin, Texas, but I'm originally from Southern California. And um, it all started with a prompting in me to answer the question uh, to myself, am I willing to go where God wants me to be? There's something to be said about going and being where you think you need to be, but there's you know something to be said for being where you're supposed to be. And so I really just said out loud, literally one day, if this is where you want me to go, I'm willing to go. And I had all kinds of opposition before and all kinds of opposition until I got here. But at that moment, there was definitely a shift that brought me to where I am now. And it's led to all kinds of relationships and all kinds of opportunities like this one. So I know that's not a lot about me personally, but that's about, it's kind of a synopsis, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and you know me, I want the juiciness, the juicy details. <laughs> I have a lot of juice. <laughs> I think we all do. I do at least. I can say that. <laughs> We can talk relationships. You want to talk about that? So. Sure. Well, I just kind of latched on to what you said about um, running away from what God's plan or purpose is for you. And I know in my own life, I did that for a long time. And, and you said how much trouble that causes. And I can completely identify with that. So I guess maybe, I don't know if you want to tell us more about that. Why do you think? Yes. Why do you, yeah. Can talk about that. So, um, having come from a big family, um, having you know this call to, to do music and be in the entertainment um, industry, there's a lot of pulls to do a lot of things that you know uh, in the core of your heart maybe you shouldn't be doing. So there's a lot of sway there. And um, anyway, through all of that, I I ended up in a relationship with a person that I ran off and got married to, this is a crazy story, at a very young age because they kind of offered me the world. And I kind of felt at that point because I was so young that I needed rescuing. And I knew I knew nothing about the relationship was real. It was so new and fresh and I was so naive and so really seduced, honestly, by all these ideas of what this person could provide for me that I kind of just went along with it. But knowing in my heart 
hearing the whole entire time, stop, red flag there, red flag there, red flag there, but just kept going with it because I let my pride get in the way. I knew it wasn't the way that I was raised and it was a complete opposition of everything that I was taught and everything that I saw my parents doing, but I went with it anyway because I felt at that moment I made this choice. Oh my gosh, and I said it out loud and now as horrible as this decision was, I have to stick with it because you know, I've got to be my word and God doesn't believe in divorce and all of this stuff that led me to really wasting a few years, precious years of my life away from everyone and everything that I love the most. And then, and it was an extremely abusive relationship that almost cost me my life. And I have goosebumps when I talk about it, but God is so good and he's so gracious. And it, it really brought me to that place where I had to say, wait, I cannot live life vicariously, even in my relationship with the Lord through other people. I have to have, I have to take ownership of my decisions. I have to be okay with saying I made a mistake. I have to forgive myself before I can ask for forgiveness from anybody else or I'm going to remain stuck. And I just cried out to God and said, listen, if, if anything I know about you to be true is actually true, I need you to intervene mightily on my behalf because I know that I won't live otherwise. And I had a miracle. I mean, literally within 24 hours, I had a miracle. I had my answer. And wow. um, from then it was just a journey. And that journey was to isolate myself, get back to my roots and wait a minute, so spent wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to know about the miracle. <laughs> well, the miracle was that this person who, and I won't have to tell you every horrible thing that they said, but basically yeah. I had this person has such a death grip on me physically, on my family, on my identity had stolen so much from me. I mean, I completely lost outwardly who I was. I was completely unrecognizable. Um, I said, Lord, you know, you, you gave me a promise and regardless of what I'm seeing outwardly, I've got to hang on to that to be true. And if you are really real, which I knew he was, I just needed to hear, you know, I needed to hear it in the moment that I was in. Um, I said, I need this person literally to get on this bus and wave goodbye to me and never come back. And so long story short, they got on the bus and I literally had never, never had to really deal with them again person like physically in person if that makes sense but um, huge it was huge for me mm -hmm. anyway and then that led on to you know a journey of just isolating myself getting back to my roots surrounding myself with my inner circle people who I know will always be for me my troop and my tribe the people that know me better than I know I knew myself at the time that was really important and then just get on my face before the Lord and say Lord I know you know these are the things that you've taught me about me and I need to get back to those so I kind of you know, did myself in church. And then I got back into my love and passion for music. I started doing music on Christian television and at a mega church in California and did some TVN television shows and some other, other projects and stuff like that. Started outwardly living my life, giving to an urban arts program that helped uh, young people that wanted to be dancers and musicians have a place for them to perform their art and bring in speakers to teach them. And it just like turned into this whole thing where I was just like really outwardly living my passion. And then that led me to, um, you know, ideally write down, write down like what I wanted in a relationship with somebody else. And I kind of,
had to keep that as a guideline because I'd made bad decisions for myself in the past. So uh, I prayed, did a lot of praying and eventually, you know, led me to a really great relationship with a man who completely loves the Lord. And um, honestly, I feel like I have the perfect life, but, but it's, it's been because I laid down my own agenda and trusted that, that he knows better for me than I know. And I said yes to the opportunity to let him kind of lead me and guide me and be my mentor, you know, lead me and guide me, Lord. You know, there's a really great verse that says his footsteps create a path for me. It's really awesome. You know, when you feel like that struggle, you don't know where to go, that you can just follow in his footsteps and he's my safety net. He's my best friend. I can't not talk about God. Cause I, I mean, he loves me so much. He saved me from myself. Mm. And yeah, that is huge. I talk well, a lot. Sorry, Sarah. I'm just no, kidding. you're good. <laughs> That's why you're here. We want you to talk a lot. <laughs> no, but I, I think that a lot of women probably listening can really identify with what you said about, you know, looking in the mirror, not recognizing yourself, completely losing sight of yourself, whether it be in an abusive toxic relationship, whether it be lots of different situations, right? That I think we come into as women where we completely lose ourselves. And in your situation, it sounds like even more so because it, if it was abusive, I'm sure there was lots of tactics to really encourage you to lose yourself even more. Oh yeah. You hide yourself. It's like, you don't even have to be lost anymore. You don't want to be found. So you hide yourself, you know, and then you just kind of take on identity uh, that the other person is portraying, you know, and you're like, gosh, you know, I don't even recognize myself. How can I expect other people to recognize who I am? And you lose yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And thank God I went through that at a really young age. Um, but like I said, I mean, I look back on that and I'm like, Gosh, I, I feel like I have so much more of a voice than I even had before. I mean, my voice is different, but I felt like I, I can help so many people by sharing this with them and encouraging them, you know, to break past the fear and that there's hope on the other side of making those types of hard decisions. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, definitely learning a lot of learning in that lesson. Yeah, it's huge. It is huge because most of us, I I, I don't know many women who have never been in a bad relationship. Do you know what I mean? I don't know many women who have just had wonderful relationships in their whole life. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of us, we've at least been in bad relationships with ourselves. I mean, there's something there that we can relate to. Hmm. Uh, even single women and women in relationships with other people. Like if you have a bad relationship with yourself, that's going to come out in every relationship around you. And so something's going to give, it's going to cause you to have to get to know yourself or you're never going to progress. I think at the end of the day, if we're not experiencing progress in our own life, then we're not living. We're stifled and we're stagnant, you know, and we die on the inside. And mm. At some point, you're going to have to either address that or give up. And we mm -hmm. don't want anyone to give up. We want to provide them with the tools that they need, you know, to break free from that. If that's something that you're struggling with right now. You know? Yeah, totally. When I was younger, I went through a major series of terrible relationships. And that was really because I had no value for myself. 
whatsoever. So I completely agree with you as it begins with the relationship you have within yourself and what you, depending on how you feel about yourself and how you love and care for yourself, you set the stage or the precedent for how other people are allowed to treat you. Mm -hmm. I think we learn that. And where do we learn that from? We learn that from how other people treat us. You learn that at a young age with how people treat you. And then you start seeing yourself that way. And I really think that that's, you probably know way more about this than I do, but that's just been my experience with speaking with people has been, you know, you take on all of these ideals of who you are, how to love, what love is like by the words that you hear. And that's, gosh, that's why I do music. That's why that's why I love speaking to people. That's why I like having conversations because the words that we speak are so powerful. There's life in those words and there's death in those words and there's power in those words. And so, you know, sometimes we get so on, you know, uh, the things that other people say to us, but what about the things that you're saying to other people? What about the words that you're speaking to yourself? You know, you've got to guard your mouth gate and and your eye gate and your ear gate as well. But um, you've got to know that there's accountability with the words that you say. And so for me, they mean everything. They're very weighty. I'm very careful about what I say to people and what I let come out of my mouth because I know that I'm going to eventually see that. So words are huge. And you know this too, because you're a songwriter. And so you use words to evoke emotion and feeling and all these things within people through song, which is beautiful and amazing. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about, about your singing career history. Cause I realize I don't know a ton about it. I mean, I've heard you sing, which are amazing. Well, there's a lot, there's a lot to tell, I guess. <laughs> you know, I started doing music in a time more it was completely I mean it's evolved so much and it's so completely different now and um the way that we get our musical messages to people are very it's very different now you know I think kind of my idea in the past growing up of how it was going to evolve is a lot different than how it is now so for me it's yeah it's music but it's my heart message put to melody and I can give my message anywhere. It's not always a musical message. I do find that um, music is the most powerful because it transcends, you know, any and everything. So it's like, it doesn't matter if you speak a different language or on, your other, on the other side of the planet, you know, you're going to be able to relate to music and it's going to speak to your heart because it's translated by the heart. So I use music as a platform to preach my message or the message that God's put on my heart to preach, just like I would use any other platform. This podcast is a platform speaking to women as a platform, you know, doing business with someone as a platform or, you know, hanging out with moms and their kids in a platform or having a conversation with my husband or friends or whatever. But, um, music has always been just, it's kind of like my heart and it's something that I love to do and it's like breathing to me and, and it's powerful and it's fun. So, um, yeah, I have two Hollywood produced albums. One it's a super long story. Again, you can hear about it on a podcast I have on my website, um, mirandarosemusic.com. There's that story on there, but basically in a nutshell, I've always believed the best, quickest and fifth way to make something happen for yourself is to do something for someone that, 
I had spent this, well, we had spent the season of our lives investing in other people that had the dream to put music out. And we were part of a small label and we made a lot of really great relationships that way and helping people launch their musical careers. And um, out of that giving, an opportunity arose for me to do my first album, which was a Hollywood produced album with a bunch of really amazing dynamic people that all have Grammys. And and it was funny, even because of my past experience and having had the opportunity to find my voice, um, I, in a moment, felt like I was having my dream handed to me on a silver platter. And I had to say, whoa, wait, stop. This isn't the way I saw this unfolding. And at the time, I hadn't written any songs. I've always been musical and sang music, but I hadn't written any of my own music. And I came to the point where I said, I don't see myself seeing other people's messages and other people's stories like I have my own, <laughs> you know, like, and... I, I remember it distinctly sitting in a beautiful home in the Hollywood Hills. And um, one of the producers was like, well, have you ever written a song? Like, I don't think so. You know, uh, we're in the studio and we're, we have this much time and we're bringing in lyricists and, and uh, writers and musicians and all this stuff was happening and it's happening so fast. And he goes, we have a timeline. So you've got, you know, bring me 10 songs in 10 days and we'll have a conversation. But if not, you know, you're going to, do what we tell you to do we're the experts kind of situation and i cried i was living in orange county at time driving to hollywood and i said i cried all the way home <laughs> but i remember going home and i put my head down on the desk and i said lord i know this i know that there's music in me please help for it to come out and I mean, it literally was the uncorking of a champagne bottle. Like the lid was popped off. It's been ever flowing endlessly ever since. Um, I could probably just say more like a wine bottle because, you know, it's aged and, you know, it gets better and better as you learn these life lessons about yourself. But um, I mean, I found myself waking up at two and three o'clock in the morning. And now those are normal hours for me. I'm usually awake. But at the time, that was not the norm for me. You live the life of a musician and, you know, you're your uh, timer changes a little bit, but uh, I just started writing music. Like it just was coming from every direction. And uh, I never knew anyone that was like me. And I'll tell you that later, but I wrote these songs. Okay. So I wrote 10 songs in 10 days, start to finish melodies, harmonies, bridges, everything. And wow. I went back and I had to sing these songs with no accompaniment, like no musicians or nothing in the Hollywood Hills acoustically in front of all these people, half of whom I didn't even know. And I was like, oh Lord, help me. But I did it in dead silence. 10 songs, next, next, next. And I sang all of them. And I got like a standing ovation after and the producer goes, this is amazing. I can't believe this. I can't believe you wrote 10 songs in 10 days. These are, this is your story. And long story short, we ended up recording all those songs on the first album. Wow. At the uh, end of the day, we fully funded the album ourselves. I took all, it's a long story. I took all the rights to that music. I knew it was for people to be heard. All the people in the project went to work on huge projects with huge people. And I kind of went back to my regular day job for a little while. And um, there came a season where I had an opportunity again to take the reins of my life and say, Lord, you know, you've given me this music and I know it's meant for people to hear it. And there were, Hollywood's a, a, a different animal this today <clears throat> than it was then, but they know what they're doing. They put you in the system. They know exactly what product they want and they want to get that back out. And, and I get that. But 
for me at the time, um, things were lagging a bit and I just felt like, you know, I wanted people to hear my music. So my husband and I bought out all the rights to my own music. I'd written it all anyway. So basically what we did is we fully funded project ourselves. I mean, it really is just a story about me, but yes, well, I'm telling you in hindsight, like in the moment there, like you don't see the entire lesson and you're wondering like, am I doing the right thing? And there's fear. You're not, uh, ignoring the fact that there's fear there, you know, I'm like, gosh, am I, am I going to miss an opportunity if I say no to these people, you know, and, but it was a risk that I was willing to take because I'd already had the lesson of if I don't listen to my heart and I, I could be sacrificing everything, but I've got to trust that there's something else for me down the road. That's even better if this isn't the opportunity for me. And mm -hmm. I don't think that yeah. I would have been able to be strong enough to make that decision if I hadn't gone through some of these other you know, trials in the past. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I had my dream handed to me on a silver platter and I said, well, wait, this is what I thought it was supposed to look like. They gave me an ultimatum. I like, I, I just had to know in my heart of hearts, there's more in me that needs to come out. And, you know, adversity will bring out the best in us. You know, crisis produces remarkable leaders. You look at all the leaders of, of the world, the people that we hold you know, in high regard as leaders, they were born out of adversity. And I really felt like, not that, not that I'm comparing myself to them, I'm just giving you a life lesson that, hey, listen, if you say no to opportunity, all you're left with is the hope of magic, that because you didn't have the strength to take the next step, uh, that some magic is gonna occur to get you to that place that you've dreamt of being without taking a step or doing the work. And for me, it was like, nope, you know, I'm gonna put it all on the line here. I wrote a song called All In, so I'm big on, my All In's different than a lot of other people's. It was, it, there's a lot of evaluation that goes into the All In, but it's like, when you know in your heart of hearts that you've taken the steps that you've implemented in your life that will lead you to making a decision that you believe is in is an alignment with your purpose, then go All In because that's your moment. And if you don't take advantage of it, then you might be missing out on helping or impacting a lot of people. So say yes to every opportunity, even if it doesn't look like what you thought it was going to look like. And then if you're hearing to do something different, then do something different and let it be okay that it doesn't unfold the way that you thought it might. You have to know that in all of this, you're learning something, you're progressing, you know, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's huge, huge, huge. I love I that. <laughs> I don't even know where all that came from. It just came. <laughs> so good though. I mean, I think a lot of people, they, they do things and they make decisions to do things purely out of FOMO, you know, having this fear that they're going to miss out. And so they don't take the time, which I think is huge. And I think is such a great point taking the time to really truly evaluate taking a step back is this really what fits for me is this what's best for where i'm trying to go or what i'm trying to do or what i feel that god has placed on my life they just are so afraid they're gonna miss out that like you said you do things that maybe aren't totally aligned with who you are or aren't totally aligned with the path that you're supposed to be on because you don't want to miss it or whatever, you know, everybody else is doing it. Yes. 
there's a lot of comparison happening there and that's mm -hmm. happening in a lot of our decisions too. Um, what I was going to say was, you know, you have to come to the place where you know what your purpose is. And I, that's, and that, I think that evolves sometimes. I think like, like you can know what your purpose is. You need to be able to be pliable, you know, like you can have your agenda for the day and your things that you want to get accomplished, but you just like the day that I reached out to call you, you know, you weren't on my list, my to-do list that day. It mm -hmm. just like something where I was like, okay, I'm feeling like this is something you need to stop right now. And I need to do this, you know, um, it can't just always be about you per se. So for me with, with talking about the music situation and having the dream handed to you and all of that, um, I have great accountability with my life and what I do with it. And I know not everybody is at that place right now. Some people are just struggling to get through their day. I trust me, I've been there and you know, Lord only knows what's coming down the pipe for me. You know, I'm going to believe that I'm, I'm acquiring the tools that I need to, to help me get through whatever is coming my way. But, um, the lesson that I had learned was, to evaluate the opportunity to evaluate my life and to say, is, does it line up with these specific things? Am I, am I compromising my integrity? Am I being true to my character? Does it line up with the purpose that I have? Is it helping or hurting anyone? Is it leading anyone further away from God or closer to him? Because I just want to be, people follow who, who they admire you know, things that they admire in people. We're all, we're all attracted to different people. We can call a leader to follow because there's things that there's a sound coming out of them that resonates with you. And that's why you're like, gosh, there's something in me that I can identify within that person. So I have to listen to more and more what they have to say, because I believe it's helping me and it's pulling that greatness out of the inside of me. So right. all things I want to make sure that I'm conscious of, and that I'm, I'm doing on a daily basis. If I mm -hmm. can you know, and it's funny, God gives me an opportunity every single day. I have an opportunity to pour it into at least one person. Mm -hmm. which is awesome. For some people, they don't take the opportunity. Like I'll take that gig. I'll take that speaking engagement. I'll take that opportunity. If I get paid this much money and if I'm speaking to at least this many people and I'm selling this much product or whatever their brain is totally um, for me, I don't care if it's 10,000 people or if it's one person, because I say my message isn't for everyone, but it's for someone. And I'm responsible for finding that one person that it's meant for and delivering it to them because it's not mine to keep. It's for them. Mm, I love that. Mm -hmm. So true. So, so true. That's me in a nutshell. I hope that something I said today has helped. <laughs> of course it did. But this is why, <laughs> this is why I love you. This is why I love you because you do truly have a pure a uh, heart of service. And there are a lot of leaders out there who don't. What's really at the core is self-focused leadership and not leadership to really truly grow and pour into and love on other people. And so I think that's a huge point that you are bringing up that and that's what's going to sustain you, right? That's what's going to keep it going for the long haul is the core and the heart of your mission. Yeah, to be a source of inspiration to this and future generations. That's my mission statement. 
I love it. So what would you say to the people uh, who, because I think that this is something that we're all called to do for sure. And a lot of people don't do it. A lot of people don't reach out. They don't send the messages when they have it on their heart. They don't serve the people that they feel like they should serve maybe out of fear, maybe out of, um, I don't know. I think there's lots of different barriers, but pretty much fear is at the root of them all. Right. What would you say to those people? Gosh, it's so hard. Cause I'm trying, I'm just praying right now on the inside. Lord, am I supposed to pat people in the back right now? Or does somebody need a spanking? And, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like as mm-hmm. a mom, and I'm a new mom, but you know, you got to ask yourself that, is this an opportunity to teach a lesson that maybe someone's just not getting a hold of because they need help, you know, or is this where you know the answer and you're just ignoring it? So I guess I'll just give you both of them. I would give you advice. I hate that word. I would, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm now putting myself in some kind of authority based on my experience. If it were me and I were in either one of those scenarios, I would hope someone would say this to me. If you're not making that tough decision because you're afraid, um, ask for help. So, so there's, you've got to get to the root of your fear. You know, I would just say if, if you're, if you're stuck in a place where you're not reaching out, you're not doing what you feel like maybe it's on your heart to do. There's something stifling you or stopping you from reaching out. Then you need to get to the root of that. And sometimes it takes help to be able to uncover what that root is. Hmm. So, um, you know, if there's a fear of imperfection, if there's a fear of, of, uh, maybe you're just comfortable where you're at and you're okay with being mediocre and you don't want to stand out, you know, you don't want to be someone's solution or someone's answer because it's too much accountability for you. You know, these are all issues that are stifling your growth and you really should ask for help in those areas. Speak to someone who can help you get past that because, like I always say, your life is not meant to be about you. For the other people, they just aren't doing it because they don't feel it's important. They don't have the time or it's not worth it. Um, they need a little bit of a spanking until you stop being selfish. You know, stop being selfish. You know, you, you have something on the inside of you that somebody else needs. You're the answer for somebody else. And you are constantly going to have an uneasy feeling in your life. And what it is, is it's the you that you're supposed to be putting a demand on the you that you've become. You're not living to your life's fullest potential. You maybe are too focused on yourself and your own woes and your own worries. And if you'll take that time and energy and focus outwardly onto other people, you will find yourself in a remarkably different place Hmm. eventually you know, the same time next year. So that would just be my encouragement to do that. Reach out. Sometimes, you know, God bless you. Maybe you'll have a second opportunity to, to reach out when God tells you to, or to do something, but you know, God forbid, sometime you won't have a second chance and who wants that accountability on their shoulders. Listen, I knew that I should have done this and I didn't. And now look, now I don't even have that opportunity again. So take right. opportunity, every opportunity that you're given, take it. Yeah, I love that. Get in the habit of doing it. It's mm-hmm. good. The other thing that I heard you say, and I've latched onto it a couple of times, um, which I would say the general theme of it is probably having really good boundaries. 
um, because you said even in dating, you had a list of requirements, so to speak, for the person, which I think is great. We should have requirements for every relationship, especially the relationship with the person we're going to end up choosing to be with for the rest of our life, right? Like, <laughs> that's a big that's a big commitment. So to not have requirements for that relationship is, is not a good thing. And so I hear that. And you said it in regards to something else as well. And I can't think of what it was at this point, but that's kind of been a reoccurring theme is those boundaries. Yeah. I think that's imperative to have those. I mean, my criteria, I mean, because I gave them to myself, I knew where I was getting, you know, backlash because of poor decisions I was making and I needed to reel myself in. So I had spent so much time identifying who I was and asking the Lord who I was and then doing the work to get comfortable with myself. I gave myself my own boundaries. And then of course I had to create those in the relationship I was, you know, looking for with, you know, when dating, because I don't want to waste anybody's time. Time is valuable. People's lives are important you know, not just my own. I mean, I remember in one dating situation where I said, you know what, you're an awesome and amazing person, but you know what? I'd be do doing you a huge disservice if I didn't let you know that I feel like you're not the right person for me because I'm prevent, this could be, you know, preventing you from finding that right person too. I just know it's not me and I don't want to waste your time, but we need those in our business relationships as well. Mm -hmm. So in your own personal life, of course, in the relationship, if you're looking for a partner and then in your business relationships, in your family relationships, girl, who does not need these boundaries in their family relationships? Like sometimes I tell my mom, listen, I'm taking my sweet little family and I'm going in my bubble. And it's because, you know, this person or these people or this situation doesn't need my attention. You know what I mean? That person's going to have to do the work for themselves. And, and then you need to isolate yourself sometimes from things that can, you know, cause damage. So yeah, I think boundaries are a great thing to have and definitely something you need in every aspect of every relationship. And don't be mm -hmm. afraid of the word boundaries. It's good to have these, know your own boundaries and your own limitations. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. know those about yourself. Totally. I love it. Yes. Oh, yes. I know all about boundaries with family for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it's harder. It's harder to set boundaries with family a lot of times. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I can't think of the person. Who's saying, I want to say um, Gautier or some, or maybe it's Gautier. I forget who sings that song. Um, but it feels like I am just too close to love you. You know that song? Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can really say. I can't hide no more. I can't fight no more. Got to be true to myself. Because the real issue is that they need to learn to love themselves and they're looking for that from someone else. And that's when it just start you start sucking the life out of people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So don't forget you boundaries, especially in family situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. So, all right, before we get off here, I want to ask you a couple of questions. First of all, what do you feel has been the most vital to your growth overall? Mm, what has been most vital to my growth? It's a good question. I'm not really sure that I understand the magnitude of the question. I think... Um, Again, listening to my heart has been vital. I think 
There's so many distractions these days. There's so many. Think about it. How many conversations, how many people that like podcasts, podcast listeners will do this, um, really listen anymore? You said something really powerful to me that I haven't been able to let go of either, Sarah. And that was like, listen with the intention of understanding. You know, so much um, time is wasted where we give people our attention because we want an opportunity to rebuttal or we want to get our opportunity to drive our point home, you know, or we want to make sure that we're right. You know what I mean? It's like, no, you know what? It's not about being right or wrong. It's about listening and understanding that person so that your relationship can grow. And um, I've had to do that with myself and I've spent a lot of time alone. And you know what? I, I love being alone. I have the best conversations with myself. I am my own best friend. We have a good old time. I inspire myself all the time. I preach to myself all the time. I sing myself all the time. I mean, I'm my own best friend. I love being with myself. Now, loneliness, completely different. That's a disease you won't want anyone to ever suffer from. But mm -hmm. I think Spending that time alone so that I know who I am has been vital in my personal development, my personal growth. And without that, I would definitely not be who I am today or where I am today. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's so huge. And constantly coming back to that too, even no matter what season of your life you're in, for sure. So good. All right. So the second question is, what do you want to make sure that people know? walking away from this, something, if you could just tell people one thing that you want to make sure that they grab onto, what is it that you would want them to know? Oh gosh, there's so many things I want them to know. I want you to know that you're beautiful and you're amazing and you're loved and that you matter. I think it's really important for people to know that you matter. Now, if you feel for some reason that you don't matter, you know, then um, you haven't uncovered your, your true life's purpose and you need, you just need an opportunity to pour into somebody else. That's all you need because I guarantee you, if you are not here, someone would miss out. Someone would be missing something. And I need you to know that you are valuable. Everybody needs to know that you have value. You would not be put on this planet if there wasn't a reason for you to be here. God does not make mistakes. You are not a mistake. You are precious, beautiful, rare, one-of-a-kind, original masterpiece. There has never been anyone like you, and there will never be anyone like you ever. Um, you do matter, and you are loved. That's what I need people to know that. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. So I know that people are, want, are going to want to connect with you. Yeah. And so you have a podcast with the amazing Ryan Harris, right? Oh, yes. yeah. You can find us at the journey of the entrepreneur.info. Um, so please go there um, for that podcast. It's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's focused on entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ryan has a strategies. You will have to listen to a few. You can quickly get the dynamic of the program. I'm about what I'm about here, pulling out your purpose and your passion, talking about your dreams, finding out where your business and your dream aligns, and if you're living that purpose out loud, and if you're not, how we can help you do that more. So you help people align themselves with their purpose and their passion. Yeah, I mean, I like try to do that. I think a lot of people get caught up in, 
you know, what is my business brand and what am I trying to accomplish for people in business and how am I growing in that regard? And for me, it's more like, uh, are you growing as a person? Are you progressing daily? Are you discovering your dream and not letting it remain a dream? You know, uh, are you uncovering your purpose? And can you tell me who you are without telling me what you do? Because they're two different things and hopefully they align and you can make money doing that. If that's your goal is to monetize, that's fine. Um, but at the end of the day, find out what your life's purpose is. And let's talk about that on your journey because I truly believe that leads you to what you end up focusing most of your time on. Oh yeah. So huge. Yeah. Unfortunately, people do keep them very separate. So I think that's so vital to um, success in business for sure. And I'm glad that you are bringing light to that and pulling those together. I got to be a guest on your awesome podcast and I think it's a great one for people to check out. If you are an entrepreneur that is just full of awesome interviews and information and the dynamic between you and Ryan is awesome also. So, yes. So I will give more information in the show notes on how people can connect with you. Uh, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Miranda Rose music.com. You can listen to music on there, download songs by albums, that kind of fun stuff. Um, but Facebook, I love being on there. It's a great way to connect with amazing people like Sarah and yeah, Instagram for sure. Miranda Rose music on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Just an honor to be able to talk with you and hear more about your story. Thank you for sharing with us and just thank you for sharing your beautiful heart and being so brave with your life so that it really can encourage other people to be brave with theirs also. And a pleasure being here and an honor and a I want anyone and everyone who feels compelled to reach out to me to please do that. I'd love to connect. Yeah. Awesome. Do it. Do it. All right. Thanks, Miranda. All right. That is it. So many great takeaways from that interview. To wrap things up, I want to share a blurb that Miranda wrote. And she says that words are powerful and meaningful and they affect us in a variety of different ways. The truth is that words shape our lives. They shape our moods and impact our actions. They influence our behaviors and sometimes even determine our destiny. Miranda has stepped up to the challenge of being heard in this noisy world by having something worth listening to and something worth saying. You have something to say as well, and we hope you use your voice to speak your truth and spread your unique message with the world. Her main message is simply believe in you and never give up on yourself. If you never quit, win or learn, you'll never lose and you will never fail. I encourage you to connect with Miranda, hop onto her podcast. She is a true light and encourager and someone you want to know for sure. All right. And remember, your story makes you who you are. Speak your truth. Grow like crazy. Rise above and always know that you are not on this journey alone. See you next time.